0: Evolution of septal extension graft in endonasal rhinoplasty. Long-term efficacy and reliability. Marcos Arell, Ophir Shiraz, Ariel Burr, Karen Pevzner, and Absalom Shalom. Abstract. Background. Proper nasal tip projection and rotation have a strong impact on nasal aesthetics. Septal extension graft is one of the tools employed to improve tip projection and rotation when performing rhinoplasty. This graft typically overlaps the existing caudal septum in the midline position, lengthening it and facilitating the repositioning of the tip. Objectives The authors sought to describe the technical evolution of the septal extension graft in endonasal rhinoplasty and evaluate the reliability and long-term efficacy of the current technique. Methods. The authors evaluated presurgical and post-surgical photographs of the nasolabial angle and nasal proportions in 60 patients who underwent endonasal rhinoplasty with septal extension graft. Results, the study demonstrated a clear improvement in tip projection and rotation at one year follow-up. The mean preoperative nasolabial angle was 93.75 degree plus minus 9.45 degree compared with 101.1 degree plus minus 5.3 degree following surgery. Although both were normally distributed, the range of the postoperative nasolabial angle was narrower than one year preoperatively, standard deviation 5.3 degree versus 9.45 degree respectively. The crumbly ratio utilized to describe nasal proportions presented significant changes in nasal proportions. 3.84 preoperatively and 4.04 postoperatively operatively 95% confidence interval -0.24 to -0.149 probability less than 0.001 conclusions the utilization of septal extension graft in endonasal rhinoplasty has significantly changed since first described in 2006. The adaptations made to this technique render it more reliable, and our study demonstrates its efficacy in improving tip projection and rotation over the long term. Level of evidence, four. Editorial decision date, April 26, 2022, online published ahead of print, May 11, 2022. Septal extension graft is one of the tools that can be employed while performing rhinoplasty to improve tip projection and rotation. It has several indications, including under-projected and downward-rotated tip. This graph typically overlaps the existing caudal septum in the midline position, lengthening it and facilitating repositioning of the tip. It is also recommended in the presence of a thick soft tissue envelope, weak lower lateral cartilages or retracted columella. It is a popular technique worldwide. It was first described for open rhinoplasty by Toriumi and popularized by Bird et al and since then has gained a respected place in the armamentarium of the rhinoplasty surgeon. The first description of a technique implying an septal extension graft in endonasal rhinoplasty was published by Margulis and Darrell in 2007 and was termed horizontal columellar strat. This term was employed to differentiate it from the well-known vertical columellar strat the leading technique to improve projection and rotation at that time. Although the term septal extension graft was not employed in that article, it was an endonasal version of the technique described by Bert et al., that is, a cartilage graft attached laterally to the septum, as can be seen in figure 1 from the original article, to which the medial cruda were sutured. This clearly differentiates this technique from the concept of a columnar strat that is a floating structure anterior to the medial crura. Since then, the technique has been presented at numerous international scientific meetings and performed in thousands of operations. Influenced by the extended popularity of the septal extension graft in open rhinoplasty in recent years, the original another technique has been substantially modified to ensure long-term reliability and efficacy. The main innovation was changing the original position of the graft from a horizontal cephalocaudal to a vertical inferior superior position. In the original version, after carrying out the tonguing groove technique, the inferior part of the medial cruda was sutured to the graft. In the new version, the graft is elevated along the entire height of the caudal septum. This raises it higher than its superior edge, providing an additional fixation point at its upper edge. This paper describes the technical evolution of the septal extension graft in endonasal rhinoplasty and evaluates the reliability and long-term efficacy of the updated technique. Methods Surgical technique A non-delivery and another approach was performed in all cases and were all performed by the senior author. The initial incisions are intracartilaginous, followed by limited trimming of the cephalic portion of the lower lateral cartilage bilaterally. We preserve most of the allar cartilages and rarely resect more than 3 mm because refining the tip is based on utilizing intercurial sutures. The incision is continued downward as a transfixion incision close to the anterior part of the caudal end of the septum, keeping the pitangi ligament and the septinazi fibers intact. The dorsum is accessed through these incisions and the sub superficial musculoponeurotic system and subperiosteal dissection is developed. This is followed by component reduction or preservation of the dorsum depending on the demands of the case. The septum is addressed through a caudal approach. Both mucoperichondrial layers are dissected and separated from the cartilaginous and bony septum. The cartilaginous septum is then separated from the ethmoidal perpendicular plate and vomer bone leaving the upper connection to the perpendicular plate Intact to maintain stability of the septal L strat. A part of cartilage is resected from the cranial aspect to be utilized as a septal extension graft. Finally, a strip of the entire lower septum is resected, releasing it from the connection to the maxillary crest. These maneuvers result in a cartilage septum that is free from the bony framework except for the upper connection to the ethmoid bone, creating a swinging door effect. The septoplasty technique described is utilized in most cases and can resolve medial and lower septal deviations. In cases of severe nasal axis deviations in the upper part of the septum, spreader grafts are placed laterally to the septum in one or both sides for additional support and depending on the severity of the case. After addressing the septum and correcting potential deviations, we evaluate the length of the caudal septum. The skin of the columella is pushed cranially with a fingertip until the caudal septum fills the space between both medial crura. If we do not feel a mild protuberance of the caudal septum exceeding the vertical edges of the columella cephalically, or even worse, if there is a concave depression of the columella, this is an indication that the caudal septum is too short to perform a tangent groove and the septal extension graft will be needed. Septal extension graft The septal extension graft is constructed from a piece of septal cartilage. The shape and dimensions of the graft are dictated by the specific needs of each case. Usually, a 1.5 cm wide by 2 cm long piece of cartilage is fabricated. The cephalic portion of the graft is positioned beside the caudal septum and affixed to it with a 4 O polydioxanone or PDS running suture. See Figure 1. The border of the graft is trimmed to the desired length. The extent of graft that will project over the caudal septal edge will depend on the specific septal length deficit and the desired projection and rotation. The cephalic margin of the septal extension graft should be inspected to ensure it does not obstruct the nasal airway or create fullness along the floor of the nose. If present, the posterior aspect of the graft should be trimmed or made thinner. There are two important steps that will avoid the lateralization of the columella. First, we detach the septum from the spine, creating a swinging door effect of the caudal septum. This maneuver generally works well, but if the columella still deviates, the graft is detached from the caudal septum and replaced so that its lower edge is fixed to the nasal spine with a 4.0 PDS suture. Tanging groove the caudal edge of the graft is left to lie freely between the medial crula. The fibers of the pitangi ligament and the presor muscle of the columella are dissected longitudinally to make space for the elongated caudal septum. Then, a 3O PDS suture on a straight needle is introduced through the nostril and after raising the mucoperichondrium penetrates the septal cartilage on the same side. Then, the mucoperichondrium of the contralateral side is raised to avoid the tip of the needle, and the needle is passed and exits through the contralateral nostril. The same suture is brought back through the skin of the columella, subsequently passing through the left medial crura, the septal extension graft, and the right medial crura before exiting the skin of the columella. It is then tied, bringing the graft to lie between the medial crura. This is a key suture that will determine the final position and degree of tip projection and rotation. When the suture enters the medial pleura closer to the nasal spine, the tip will descend. Vice versa, when the suture enters near the tip, it will ascend. Frequently, the location of this key suture needs to be adjusted several times until the desired tip position is achieved. This versatility is one of the most important advantages of this technique. Once the tip is in the desired position, two additional securing sutures are placed along the top of the medial pleura in the same fashion as described above. After the excess tissue is excised, the mucopericondrium is sutured to the skin of the columella. See video. Patients and materials. This study was a single surgeon retrospective analysis of two-dimensional preoperative and postoperative photographs of 60 patients who underwent endonasal rhinoplasty from January to July 2019. Patients who presented with a significant underprojected or downward rotated tip were eligible for rhinoplasty with septal extension graft during the study period and were included in this study. We measured and compared several nasal parameters to evaluate the length, proportions and position of the tip. All measurements were conducted by the senior author to avoid errors and were conducted according to a predetermined protocol based on Cramley and Lambser. Patients were scheduled for regular postoperative visits 7 days, 2 months and 12 months after surgery. This allowed frequent assessments during the immediate and late follow-up periods. Photographs were taken on the day of surgery and 12 months post-operatively. All photographs were taken with a Sony RX100 II camera Tokyo Japan with twice-length magnification. A patient camera distance of 2 meters would maintain while documenting all photographs. After reviewing all the known methods to measure nasal tip projection, we decided to employ Crumley's method. This study compared several measurements methods to evaluate and assess tip projection and found that the suggested Crambly ratio was most appropriate as rated by several evaluators who participated in the study. Further, the crumbly ratio of the vertical distance from the nasal tip to the vertical facial plane and the radix chin distance demonstrated the best correlation with the projection scores given by rhinoplasty surgeons who participated in the analysis. According to the crumbly ratio of nasal proportions, the distance from the tip defining point to the alar crease should be 0.2. 2833 of the distance between the radix and the chin the tipolar crease projection is anterior to and perpendicular to the facial height line radix chin statistical analysis data were analyzed with spss version 21.0 for windows ibm corporation armong New York, all quantitative variables were checked for normal distribution. A pair t-test was employed to evaluate preoperative and postoperative measurements. Key square, Kruskal-Wallis, and mann whitney tests were also utilized depending on the type of variable. The data were evaluated with descriptive statistical methods, mean plus minus standard deviation, and the results were expressed at the significance level of p less than 0.05. Ethics approval. The study was approved by the Mayor Medical Center Institutional Review Board and compiled with the guidelines of the Declaration of Helsinki. Patients provided written release for utilization of photographs. Results, 60 patients, 52 females and 8 males, aged an average of 27.3 years, range 17 to 42 years, who underwent elective rhinoplasty through the endonasal approach, were included in the study. All septic tension grafts were harvested from nasal septal cartilage. The mean duration of follow-up was 13.7 months, range 12.2 to 18.5 months and all patients completed 12 months of follow up. Preoperative and postoperative nasolabial angle, radix tip length and radix chin were found to follow normal distributions. The mean preoperative nasolabial angle was 93.75 degree plus minus 9. 45 degree compared with 101.1 degree plus minus 5.3 degree following surgery. Although both were normally distributed, the range of the postoperative nasolabial angle was narrower. Standard deviation 5.3 degree than was the preoperative range. Standard deviation 9.45 degree, figure 2. The crumbly ratio presented significant changes in nasal proportions, 3.84 preoperatively and 4.04 postoperatively, 95% CI minus -0.24 0.242 minus 0.149 P less than 0.001. Both preoperative and post operative measurements had normal distributions on histogram. Figure three. Per T tests showed significant differences between preoperative and post operative nasolabial angles and Cramley ratios P less 0.001 for all variables. No complications such as graft extrusion or displacement occurred. Figure 4 shows the preoperative ACEG and 12-month postoperative BDFH photographs of a 22-year-old female patient who underwent septal extension graft to improve projection and rotation of the tip. Figure 5 depicts a 27-year-old female. Tanging groove technique and septal extension graft were employed to address the hanging columella and tip shown before. A, C, E and G and 12 months after B, D, F, H surgery. Discussion. Nasal tip projection and rotation are products of several anatomical factors that comprise the tip support mechanism. Length and strength of the lower lateral cartilage bilaterally, the suspensory ligaments, fibrous connections to the upper lateral cartilages, and the anterior septal angle Since the first description of the septal extension graft by Toriumi and Bird this technique has evolved and become one of the cornerstone on which structural rhinoplasty is based Many articles have been published describing different characteristics of this technique when performed through an open approach The senior author first described this technique for the endonasal approach, naming it horizontal columellar strut. This was similar to the septal extension graft placed laterally to the caudal septum, but employing an endonasal approach. A detailed review of the literature revealed that in the following years, several works mentioned the concept of an elongated caudal septum with a septal extension graft performed endonasally. Karadavut et al. presented their experience utilizing a septal extension graft to improve the function in cases presenting with caudal septum deviation and weak tip support. Their main contribution was a functional evaluation that showed a clear improvement in rhinometric parameters when utilizing septal extension graft compared with a controlled group. Scatolini et al. reported the utilization of septal extension graft in another revision rhinoplasty. The aim of their study was to describe the utilization of septal extension graft in secondary cases who had surgery due to a short nose with a loss of tip support and projection, columella retraction and hyper-rotated tip secondary to over a section of the caudal septum. Graft placement was carried out by suturing it to the columella with transcutaneous sutures but without fixing it to the septum. This was significantly different from the previous techniques that relied on binding the graft to the caudal septum and transforming both structures into a single unit capable of providing stable and robust support to the tip. Furthermore, that study was limited to secondary cases only. Dogan published a technique that employed a graft attached to the caudal septum to raise the tip and secure its position. This technique differs from ours in the sense that an endonasal delivery approach is utilised and the graft is directly sutured to the domes without elongating the caudal septum. The preservation rhinoplasty era has generated diverse new techniques that cover all aspects of rhinoplasty. Among the new techniques that have been recently published is Finocchi's septal extension flap, which is part of his modified, simplified preservation quick rhinoplasty total rhinoplasty that could be utilized as an alternative to the septal extension graft when employing the preservation rhinoplasty approach. The septal extension flap and our septal extension graft both employ the principle of a swinging door septoplasty. The difference between the techniques is that in the septal extension graft, the stability of the dorsum is kept, thus maintaining the framework of the septal L-strat by the attachment of the higher part of the quadrangular cartilage to the perpendicular plate of the ethmoid bone. In Finocchi's technique, the quadrangular cartilage is totally released from the perpendicular plate of the ethmoid bone and the stability of the dorsum relies on the integrity of the upper lateral cartilages and their binding to the upper septum. The technique described here presents a practical and conceptual modification of the previous methods. The direction of the graft, which was previously cephalocaudal, was changed to infero-superior. This innovation adds a new point for holding the tip, which is now not only sutured by the medial crura to the graft, but is also anchored superiorly in the upper edge. Another important outcome is the tent pole effect, created by the three structures that stand like a tripod and contribute to lengthening and refining the tip. A fundamental step in this technique is the tangy groove maneuver which is the cephalic advancement of the medial cruda toward the caudal septum. The original length of the caudal septum is rarely long enough to allow binding it to the medial cruda. In the absence of an adequately long caudal septum, cephalic advancement of the medial cruda becomes exaggerated generating an unacceptable columellar depression. To solve this problem, we utilize the septal extension graft, which acts as an artificial caudal septum to which the medial crura are sutured. Projection or deprojection is achieved by superior or inferior movement of the medial crura along the caudal septum. The advantages of the septal extension graft technique are its versatility and reversibility. It allows the tip to be raised to different heights making the operation suitable for a variety of rhinoplasty patients. The point where the medial crura are attached to the caudal septum determines the exact projection of the tip. Accordingly, the tip of the nose will rise according to the height of fixation along the caudal septum. In contrast, when the point of fixation is lower, tip projection will decrease. This flexibility allows the results to be adjusted if the surgeon is not pleased with the projection achieved. The sutures can easily be removed and the new position selected to achieve a more suitable result. The septal extension graft technique in endonadal rhinoplasty has several potential drawbacks. Nostril asymmetry, which mainly occurs in the presence of a deviated caudal septum, can be addressed by detaching the graft from the caudal septum and repositioning it at the lower edge and attaching it to the nasal spine. Asymmetry of the medial crura occurs when the straight needle fails to grab both medial cruda cartilages at the same height, causing visible asymmetry of the domes. To avoid this discrepancy, we utilize a 25-gauge needle that affixes both the medial crura and septal extension graft between them at the desired position before passing the straight needle suture. Columeral lateralization can be avoided by suturing the cartilages end-to-end or by employing Cousins' recently described tachograft, where the distal septum is split to allow the septal extension graft to be placed and sutured within this bivalve structure. Minimal or even loss of tip mobility is perhaps the most disturbing disadvantage of this technique. Although the utilization of the septal extension graph technique has gained wide popularity and is considered one of the most important tools for improving tip projection when employing a structural approach, loss of tip mobility has remained unsolved. Several variations of the technique have, have been proposed to improve tip mobility such as the fixed floating septal extension graph presented by Rorick et al and the Anza banner described by Neves and Tegel. On the other hand, as stated by Roboti, the loss of tip mobility when employing the septal extension graph is not very significant in many cases and should not be employed to deprecate its utilization. To evaluate the long term reliability and predictability of these modifications, the study undertook a retrospective analysis of projection and rotation based on pre operative and postoperative photographs of patients who underwent endonasal rhinoplasty utilizing an septal extension graft. crumbley's ratio of the ideal nasal proportions stated a specific location for the tip defining point as well as the ideal. Ratio of the perpendicular line between the nasofrontal angle and the vermilion cutaneous border of the upper lip. According to the results of our measurements, the significant change in lanzolabial angles before and after surgery were normally distributed, figure 2, and the pleasing appearance was obtained. In example, not one nose for all. The main hypothesis of this study that the improvement in tip-projection and rotation obtained employing septal extension graft will remain over time was correct. The one-year follow-up showed that the postoperative improvement in tip-projection was sustained. No significant complications were encountered among the patients who participated in this study. Nevertheless, some important technical details must be kept in mind to avoid complications. The length of the inferior part of the graft should be measured meticulously. Overextended graft may cause a witch tip, because when smiling, the skin of the columella is pulled upwards and if the graft has not been adequately beveled, it can be seen protruding under the skin. The same care must be taken regarding the upper edge of the graft. After placing the graft and before suturing it to the medial crura, the vertical fullness is assessed and any bulging that is felt between the domes is lowered. This study had a few limitations. This was a single surgeon retrospective study performed in Israel and may not represent ethnic groups with limited representation in the population Hispanic, African-American and Asian. In addition, The measurements relied on photographs and as such may be limited due to operator dependence, although all measures were taken to minimize this effect. This study contributes to the knowledge base because it describes the technical evolution of the septal extension graft in rhinoplasty and evaluates the reliability and long-term efficacy of the updated technique with a relatively long follow-up period. Conclusions The septal extension graft is a powerful and reliable tool for achieving improvement in nasal tip projection and rotation employing the endonasal approach. The modifications added to the original technique significantly improved its reliability and efficacy. This study demonstrates that the projection and rotation achieved at the end of surgery are sustained over time and are highly predictable. Supplemental material. This article contains supplemental material located online at the com. Disclosures. The authors declared no potential conflicts of interest with respect to the research, authorship and publication of this article. Funding. The authors received no financial support for the research, authorship and publication of this article.